0: You are at war with yourself and likely don't realize it. Your thoughts, beliefs, habits, and actions often sabotage you. Are they helping you overcome adversity or setting you up for failure? To win this battle, you must connect with your inner warrior. We all have a warrior within us, one that strengthens our resolve and helps us to rise to meet life's challenges. If you're just surviving rather than thriving, then it's time to embrace the warrior archetype. Live the warrior ethos and ascend. If you are a veteran, first responder, or someone looking to take charge of your life, find your tribe, and then be the hero of your own story, this podcast is for you. Join Mike Kinney and Matt Hastings, two retired U.S. Army officers who served in U.S. Army Special Operations and Army Aviation units as they share with you optimal performance practices they learned in their time With the Military and Warrior's Ascent, a 501c3 nonprofit that helps veterans and warriors with PTS.
1: Right. So let me ask Matt in the audience, have have you ever felt that you were just, you know, going through the motions, sometimes not miserable, but not exactly motivated either, just kind of lost a ship adrift per se? So does that describe you or at least describes all of us at times, right? The term for this is languishing right where you're not miserable but but you're not you're not flourishing either and flourishing is what it is that we're striving for so abraham maslow right the guy that brought you the hierarchy of needs that's psychologist right states that what one can be one must be right and this need for self actualization is very powerful and it's tied inextricably to mental health and well-being so the question is how is it that you get there, All right? So we'll talk about that today. And this is the Warriors Ascent podcast. I'm Mike Kenny. This is Matt Hastings, two nice. retired military veterans, and uh, today this episode: tending the soul or spirit, self actualization, purpose, and mission. So. So we see on the, the right, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So uh, it's a little bit of an eye chart, suffice it to say at the bottom, the bottom rung are your basic needs, uh, physiological, right? Food, water, etc. right? Safety needs a little bit above that, psychological needs. And then really at the top, the pinnacle, and a lot of people I don't think realize this, is self-actualization, right? So achieving one's full potential, right? Including creative activities. Right, so in essence, what I want us to take away from this is this notion that to really tap into that sense of health and well-being, just as important as food, water, safety, you know, belongingness, and things of that nature, it's that sense of self-actualization. And I know a lot of the people that have gone through warrior's Ascent, um, many of whom who've retired from the military or the fire department or law enforcement their basic needs are met, you know, they've got a retirement, you know, paycheck, what have you, but they're just a ship adrift. Right. And, and you wonder why that is. And you ask them, it's like, you know, so what is it? It's that sense of mission. It's that sense of purpose. Right. Um, so much of their identity was, I'll say, inextricably linked with, with their profession, with who, it, with who it is that they were, right. you know, chief warrant officer four lieutenant colonel, police chief, know fire captain whatever it might be and now that that I'll say identity has been stripped from them they really are you know I'll say at a loss so what is your experience with that
0: well you know one of the things that we talked about in here is um writing a mission statement and when I was at Warrior's and, and the day came to write a mission statement I just I couldn't believe that I had never written myself a mission statement. I have written mission statements for operation orders countless times. I've done it for companies. I have a master's degree in doing this. And I never once thought to write my own mission statement for my life. And uh, that just, that awakening right there kind of blew me away. And And I wonder, you know, I think a lot of people don't have any kind of idea like maybe sit written down that it's actually like their vision for their life, their purpose of their life, you know? And, and again, when you come out of the military for 20 plus years and everything was a goal to make the next level, whether it was in flight school or whether it was becoming the next great grade or rank or making the school or being the best at the school that you're in, you know, I mean, you had a plan you had goals you had these baby steps that took you along the way and and ultimately to retirement and right. you know and at this point i had land i had all the things you're supposed to want that's right and i was only 46 years old
1: that's right and it's, it's like a young this, guy by I, i'm sitting
0: on top of the world and quickly it was miserable right because i don't know i wasn't serving any higher purpose really i wasn't Doing anything, I, you know, people would say to you, like "Thanks for your service." And after a while, it's like, man, I haven't done anything for anybody in a really long time. Started feeling really bad about myself. Um, so it's pretty interesting, you know, to readjust and say, "What is my new purpose? What is my mission statement?" And um, that that has been, you know, a very long adventure trying to figure that out. And I'm I'm, I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm sure.
1: No I mean that, that that's a great discussion you know so we talk about you know tending the uh, the soul and spirit and I know we talked about this before for many obviously the, the religious aspects are absolutely critical you know a, a higher being you know god you know whether you're you know christian catholic you know uh muslim islam you know whatever it might be um that's i'll say a powerful calling a sense of purpose um but even I'll say beyond that, you know, what we're talking about, I mean, I, you know, hey, I'm a Roman Catholic myself. That's, you know, that's, that's important to me. But, you know, at the same time, I think what we're getting at here also is just this notion that uh, your life has, a, you know, definitely a higher purpose than just going to work, <laughs> making the donuts, right. doing your thing, and to really self-actualize, Um You need to be clear on that and again to your point when all throughout our military careers you know we were very clear on what our mission was you know commander's intent all of that and then you reflect on your life and it's like well what's your personal mission statement and and all of a sudden you're like well geez i've never really quite thought about that and as a guy that you know as an sf guy and a you know sam's planner um you know operational level planner you're like oh you know how how messed up of me not to have thought about that? It's been said too, and we talk about this at Worthy Sent for the self-efficacy block of instruction. You know, in other words, how to be effective. That people spend more time planning a vacation than they do planning their lives, and you right. say that to people, and they look at you and go, "You know, you're absolutely right." Life becomes almost emergent, where well, life just happens. It's like, well, yes, exactly, and and, and when it just happens. Don't be surprised when what you chaotic. get is not what you wanted right. or not what you planned for. So that's absolutely.
0: It definitely critical. smooths things out when you're on, you know, I call it a glide, glide slope or a glide path, that's being right. an aviator, but, the, but it's the really. Pilot, is. The pilot thing, yeah, exactly. But it's, it's really about, like, you know, how can I get somewhere if I don't know where I'm going? One, and two, if I don't have a map. To get me there you know it's like I, I can't even draw a route to this location without you know I, I have to have all these things in order to get there so like you know for me it wasn't just being bored um i just there was something wrong with not having a purpose and uh now you know now i my purpose is is, is to continue to educate other uh warriors out there that we don't need to sit around and be victims and that's my new purpose. And then, and, and doing it through talking on podcasts podcast or talking at in front of um, crowds of people or whatever we need to do. I'm happy to do that. Um, but yeah. So without it though, you're just kind of rolling through life and uh, it's just not fulfilling. Right. I mean, you're you, just going
1: through the motions right. and, and you know, you're surviving, you know, you're, it you're takes doing you all back right, to that but-
0: languishing word, you know, and it's like, right there's more to it we could flourish and uh, we have the skills to do that
1: right now so for our purpose you know the way and and this certainly isn't the only way to delineate you know what your purpose is and we'll go through something else you know a venn diagram um you know that at least is a technique to get at that but first and foremost purpose you know what is your overarching purpose right so what is it that you were put on this earth to do and i know that sounds lofty And like, oh, geez, you know, what the heck, you know, but hey, it's important, you know, why, you know, in your mind, what is it that you feel, you know, whether you believe in God or otherwise that you were put on this earth to do, you know, what is your purpose? And that may be, hey, to be an awesome father, husband, and man, you know, and just set a good example. And that is perfectly cool and fine. Um. You said the warrior thing. I mean, I'll speak for myself, you know, the warrior's ascent, you know, I've I've done that my whole life. Did, you know, karate since I was seven years old, martial arts, wrestling, boxing, you know, all of that. Those were the sports that I did. Um, You know, geez, West Point, Airborne Ranger, this, that, and the other things. So that warrior aspect is really important to me and, and not in a way that's like, you know abusive and toxic like every problem needs to be solved you know with violence of action and all that stuff certainly not but that that warrior ethos the warrior archetype all the things that we talked about you know in in the pilot episode um are, are i'll say definitely in in my dna and from a purpose standpoint i think bringing you know to light the emergence of that that warrior archetype and warrior ethos for me is very important so next up under that i'll say mission so mission is the uh so the application of your purpose right so we'll say operationalizing it so if your purpose is like what you're saying you know to to you know bring the warrior forth you know to empower warriors your mission you know would be well what does that look like on the ground right. you know day to day you know how are you putting that into action So for our part, Hey, this, this podcast could be one aspect, right? The other, you know, Warriors Ascent, you know, as our, as our nonprofit that helps people, a lot of the things that we do in terms of a mission, put that purpose into action in order to realize, you know, that, that, that vision for ourselves. And then lastly, you know, goals. So goals are nothing more than, Hey, again, the operationalizing of, of that, of that mission statement, you know, so what is it that you're going to do every day? you know every day every week every month every you know every year every quarter what what have you but at least it gives you a sense of hey what does that look like day to day what are my goals you know breaking that stuff out that's important because yeah. otherwise you know, again, you're just going through the motions, life just, you know, kind of face, that, and there it is.
0: That's incremental steps that help you get there, and that's great too. Another thing I like to do is um, change my mission statement as if I'm in a phased operation. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? No, because I love like, it. No, exactly. Right now, my mission is this. I've achieved that mission. Yeah. But I still haven't achieved my purpose. Yes. So I need a new mission and I need new goals to get to that new mission, and that's the next phase. That's right, And for me, those are, I don't know, I'm going to borrow from what about Bob, if anybody remembers that. <laughs> baby steps to get me to the next goal, you know. And, um, but so I, I kind of like that to to take things in smaller chunks.
1: You have to. Intermediate military objectives, again, to use the, you know, the planning parlance, yeah. right? But no, it's a great technique is you can have, you know, your, I mean, again, getting back, you know, doctrinally, you know, mission, key tasks, end states, right? And your end yeah. state being... All right. Hey, here's the way we want to end up. Well, that's great, but that doesn't just happen overnight or immediately. There's all sorts of intermediate military objectives that need to be met. And it's that incremental approach yeah. that takes what on the surface could be like a daunting task or endeavor, yeah. almost insurmountable and, and breaks it up into its constituent and and, uh, digestible parts you know and And even these missions
0: could be simple you know we're making this sound daunting almost right now because of all this military doctor but in reality that just makes it mike and i think better because we get to use our 20 plus years of experience but like if you're just sitting out there and you go what the heck are these guys saying it's like your mission could be as simple as i'm gonna make it to school all five days this week my goals are you know to go to bed nine thirty so that i could have a chance getting up i don't know what this is but it could be that simple
1: yeah.
0: and then the next phase is you know and that's how come i do it so simply instead of just saying this huge i'm going to become one day a space mars rocket driver you know and then it's like i have no real plan to get there
1: Right, it, that's just a lofty it's aspiration, lofty. devoid of, yeah. of 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 reality or a plan, or right. It's just clearly, you know, fantasy and aspiration. And you know, you've oh, got to dream like, sure big. You know, you've got to dream big. Certainly, you know, yeah, for for Elon Musk, maybe not so much, but uh, but for the rest of us, no. But uh, you know, that purpose, getting back to that, absolutely critical. I mean, if for no other reason, I mean, to motivate you to keep you grounded, to keep you focused. Um, and I'm telling you, I've seen it, I- I've experienced it myself. You know, having left the special forces, you know, you're like, hey, man, I was a Green Beret. You know, did all sorts of cool stuff, Lieutenant Colonel. Um, you know, I, jeez, was the front man for you know m- m- many an operation. You know, advisor to ambassadors, this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, you know, pretty important dude. And then you go from that to okay what am i now you know i'm joe I'm civilian that's great chewed. i mean hey you'll always be a green beret you'll always, no you know. i'm
0: getting my butt chewed at my house for putting the toilet paper on the wrong
1: direction i know or my my kids they look at me and they just they just shake their heads and i'm just like dude no really people used to salute me and call <laughs> yeah. me sir man for real? for real you know for real um I, was no, somebody but- <laughs> no. I would have been saying like rambler back there. I could fly a gunship. I could drive a tank. I was in charge of million dollar equipment back here. I can't even hold the yep. job parking cars, right? No, I mean, all joking aside, um, really tapping into what it is that your higher purpose, your higher calling and what your mission is day to day. Absolutely critical. And, and again, not, not, not being Pollyannish. I know for some people, obviously, they're like, hey, man, I, I've got more important i'll say urgent issues to cater for paying the rent getting sleep getting healthy i totally get that and i'm not discounting that or minimizing people with some real health issues or family issues all i'm pointing out is people tend to dismiss as again lofty um you know this notion of self-actualization have, having you know a purpose and a vision for your life but i'm here to tell you and as maslow has pointed out the very you know, top. the very top, you know, what, what can, what one can be, one must be. And if you don't do that, you're not going to be self-actualized. And if you're, if you find yourself much like you were, you know, and myself to a degree where, you know, I've got most of my needs met and I, and I thank God for that, you know, but I, I still feel like there's more for me and there's something missing and I've got to find some direction and purpose in my life. And uh, another military anecdote, and I'm sure you'll corroborate this. How many sergeants major have retired from the service, God bless, and then like a year later were dead? And you're like, these are career dudes, 30 something years doing the hardest, baddest stuff. And then in in a year or two, they're dead. And I'd submit to you, it's because they've lost that sense of purpose and belonging.
0: Yeah. I I mean, I, it is that. And there's some great movies out there that kind of show that. Um, get off my lawn, guys. It's pretty, you know, it's right. pretty hard. I mean, it really is that. It's like, I, now what have I become? And then you start saying this metacotic you know, talking to ourselves poorly. And then it starts feeling poor and things like that, you know. I mean, you have some pretty neat um, equations coming up to explain that
1: yeah we'll we'll talk about that in in another episode you know in terms
0: of hope
1: and motivation and stuff like that but no that's definitely important no so so next right in terms of well hey man my purpose what is that that's kind of lofty like all right how do how do i even get that get at that um so i'll borrow from jim collins good to great you know the hedgehog concept so in in that book he says there's there's two i'll say schools of thought or philosophies, that of the fox and that of the hedgehog. The fox is, he's good at everything, right? He's got to cater for everything. And I'd have to say that in the military, you know, or even in the special forces, you know, jack of all trades, right? We've, we've got to be good at many, many things and cross train. But in Jim Collins's book, he goes on to say that, you know, the best companies out there, and this is really a business, a business model. They focused on, on one or two things. I mean, core capabilities that they could be better than anybody at. And what he goes on to say is that when you're, when you're looking to define and describe that, really consider three things. One is, what is it that you love to do? You know, what is it that you, you enjoy? Right? Number two, what are you good at? Right. So you may, you may love something, but let's be honest, you are not good at it. Well, that's probably not a recipe for success. But what is it that you love to do? What is it that you're good at? And then in the business context, it's you know what is it that uh, you know is your economic engine? He goes on to say. But you know, I'll say for our purposes, what is it that you can sustain your lifestyle with? So my my, my point in that as an example, I mean, if you love to drink beer on the beach and you're good at it, hey, that's wonderful, man. But unless you can parlay that into a living, you're going to be hard pressed to sustain yourself, right? So that right. is not a recipe for success.
0: Only Bert Kreischer. <laughs>
1: Now, if you love to travel to beaches and you know, you're good at photography and you're a blogger and you can write and you're like, you know, hey, I am gonna parlay my love of traveling, you know, and seeing all the scenic beaches all throughout the United States. Pair that with my degree in journalism and writing and photography, and have a, a successful yeah, travel blog. And it doesn't have to be big money, but you know, it's enough to at least finance, doing what I love, which is travel. Hey, that's a recipe for success. Maybe that's your calling man. And you know, whether that's a good example or bad example or not, what have you, but that at least is a first step in, in I'll say discerning, well, what might my purpose and higher calling be? So the concept of the Venn, you know, the Venn diagram, the circles that, you know,
0: isn't this Kamala Harris's very favorite thing, the Venn diagram? I, I don't know. It is. Uh, one day we'll have to ask her. I don't if know. If can stand the cackle. I don't know. No, so
1: the Venn diagram, you know, what you're looking for is that area where all of the circles intersect, you know, obviously, right? So, hey, what is it that I love? What is it that I'm good at? And what is it that I can do to actually sustain, you know, a, a, a lifestyle or a standard of living, right? So that at least I'll say moves us in that direction in terms of, you know, where do I even begin, you know, in terms of, hey, what's my purpose? What's my mission? You know, what is something that I can really get behind? And that might be for some, you know, a blinding flash of the obvious, but it's, I'd say it's a great, you know, it's a, it's a great exercise, you know, so case in point, you know, let's take you and me, right? So you, you know, what do you love to do?
0: I mean, what it all started out was the darn flying, you know. I grew up on an airport, watched my dad fly off. I, anytime I could, he had no passengers on something I would go and, you know, get some stick time when I couldn't even see over the top of the dashboard. And so, you know, I just knew I was getting, that was my calling. I knew I was going to be that. I just, and I thought I needed to do it in a very adventurous way. I didn't really want to be the big bus driver in the sky even though they made the money, I, I wanted the adventure. And I recall, uh, my dad getting a whole bunch of pilots. I had flown with him to a, a cross country and a bunch of guys kind of one at a time, attacked me, telling me what a terrible idea it was to be a pilot, try to talk me out of it. And it was just, all that did was like embolden me to want it more, you know? So Um, did you find that you're good at it too? I found I was good at it. You were
1: were an instructor pilot, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. At the end of it, I became master aviator, the head of the combat aviation brigade, you know? Well, that
1: says you were pretty good. Yeah. I was supposed to do this, (laughs) you know,
0: that's what I was supposed to do. And, uh, I just didn't quit, you know, I, I, even once when, um, just it's so expensive, you know, and it's, it's almost impossible. I grew up with airplanes on an airport with a father who ran an airplane business. So I, I was lucky and I didn't know that until when I saw it was an opportunity um, later, when I realized um, it's still, I wasn't getting enough training. It was still too expensive. And it was like, the military is a hell of an idea. So I tried Air Force ROTC. Mm-hmm. And um, right at the last, they're like, you, c- you can be an officer, but you can't be a pilot. And I said, geez, I just can't sign the line without doing that.
1: Yeah. No, not if your calling is to be a pilot, man. Yeah. And I remember this but...
0: colonel, and he was smart, and he was like, look, the odds are you making it without the military? And I'm like, I got to try. And so then I heard about this army thing several years later and it was my last shot at being an army helicopter pilot, you know, and that was the one I needed. So perseverance, don't give up. Want it bad enough, you know?
1: No, dude, that's awesome. It was awesome.
0: Oh, you know, by, by
1: the same token, I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, I liked about the special forces, you know, they say the quiet professionals, right? So, not not the braggadocious types, the kind of behind the scenes kind of guys. You know, I like that. I'm kind of introverted guy myself. You know, I like the whole sound, sound mind, sound body. So you know, thinking men. You know, s- smart dudes, regionally oriented, highly educated, but you have to be fit. You know, so I like that as well. Yep. Um, so exclusive because of that. Well, yeah. You know, so for me it was appealing on a variety of levels because you get to use a lot of skill sets. Um, you know, the responsibility, the autonomy. Um, a variety of things. So, you know, in, in terms of, you know, a calling or a purpose, you know, the whole warrior aspects, absolutely. Sound mind, sound body, absolutely. The responsibility being, you know, tasked with, I'll say critical missions, you know, yep. You know, planning, you know, all, all of that, I, yes. I think. Yeah. Like if, timing all, all down it,
0: to just yeah. perfect.
1: No, all of it appealed to me on a variety of levels. So now, you know, hey, now fast forward, getting out, you know, then the question becomes, well, you know, can't be, you know, in the special forces anymore, you know, time to leave. So that stuff you can't do. But for me, you know, I still want to stay fit. You know, I still want to stay mentally sharp. Was an instructor at the Commander General Staff College and the School of Advanced Military Studies. So, you know, that portion of, I'll say, the portfolio is catered for with, you know, some of the stuff we do at Warrior's Ascent you know, and, and things like that, you know, the education piece. So I'll say much, much of those same needs and, and purpose fulfilled. So, yeah. So geez, in closing, you know, I would say for, for, you know, for this lesson, the major takeaways I would ask if everybody is just be clear on what your purpose is. Right. And Hey, separate that from your career. I mean, if you're in your career now and you've got many years left, Hey, that's fantastic. But still, you know, be be crystal clear on beyond what it is that you're doing is your job, your vocation, your occupation, you know, who it is that you are, what is it about the skills you possess and what it is you're doing in your role that really appeals to you because there will come a time when you will leave, you know, absolutely no doubt. um, you know, and, and be clear on why you were why you were put on this earth, right? So what's your mission, right? What is it that you do, you know, in application, your 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 purpose in application? What does that look like day to day? And sometimes it might be mundane, you know, where you're like, "Hey, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not kicking the world's ass today, man." And that's okay, that's all right. But as long as you're incrementally moving towards your purpose or reinforcing it, that's great. And uh, you know, goals, right? Daily, weekly, monthly. You know, that's really a self-efficacy piece. But there's something to be said about making slow, steady, inexorable incremental progress towards achieving your mission and hence your purpose. And if you're not doing that, you know, I'll say somewhat consistently every day, again, you feel like you're languishing. You're like, I'm not making any headway. So, you know, be mindful of that as well, you know, in terms of achieving achieving your purpose and that self-actualization. So, you know, last thing I'll close with is uh, hope and motivation, right? So we don't have much time left, but have there been times when your, your hope and motivation waned you know, oh, in, in some of your training pipeline or even
0: just you know, your deployments? I mean, not so much the training pipeline, even though there's hard times. you know. But deployments, holy yeah, cow, yeah. Um, some rough condition ones living in the hangar at the Baghdad airport and just like mm-hmm. this thing dragging on and on and on with no, no idea when it's gonna end. Yeah, You know, and uh, even once they sent us home, I didn't make it home, I uh, made it into Kuwait and they turned us around. And Ugh. we had like, a, like over half of our unit had made it back to Germany and they, turned so, so then it was like, wow, that was a loss of hope. I remember thinking I've crossed the berm south into Kuwait and we're done. I'm never going into Iraq again. And it's like, how dumb was that thought? But Two days later, we're going north again into Iraq, and uh it was a pretty hopeless feeling. But you know, yeah.
1: So you know, hope hope and motivation, right? So being able to tap into that, know what you know, believe it or not, there are equations for that. So we'll talk about that. The good ones next next episode in terms of what you know, what constitutes hope and motivation, and if and if if it's waning, (laughs) how do you resurrect it? So so tune we in all for need the that next one. one absolutely
0: yeah all right brother all right good episode Appreciate everybody smash that share button send a comment link it up help us out help us grow thank you
1: yes indeed thanks
0: hi matt hastings here sending a thank you for watching this episode of the warriors descent podcast you know we strive to build a community of warriors made up of our nation's veterans and first responders And to reach as many of those in need as possible, we need your help. Please just smash that like button and comment or share our content. Warriors Ascent is a Kansas City-based nonprofit that aids veterans and first responders with PTS. I went through this effective program and want those that are struggling to find what I found. Check us out on our website at warriorsasscent.org.